0: Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. Today, I'm going to share with you something about power of change. Power. We're talking about this month. That December is Power Month. Uh, strength. Some one day, I was at the airport and a plane got delayed. I was asked to come up to the uh, to the desk and um, change my flight. I was flying business class overseas, and it was a fairly significant shift because there weren't planes every half hour. Standing beside me was another guy who was equally inconvenienced by this thing and we're at the Qantas lounge and it's all very elegant and we're trying to sort it all out. And we got talking and I, I, the guy said, well, what do you do? And I go, oh, I'm a, I, at that time, this is about some time ago, let's call it, um, I owned a fairly significant management consulting firm and I said, well, I have a, a turnaround business. I, I go into companies and do change and turn them around, uh, especially on a manufacturing level, and I do it globally. He goes, wow, what's your secret? What's your formula? So I said, well, it's really easy for my formula to to be explained. Uh, I said, there's three things that need to change every time you change anything, and that's body, mind, spirit in a human being, or strategy, structure, culture in a business, which is the body, mind, spirit of a business. And I said, "Uh, typically change agents can change one, they change the strategy, Then they start changing the structure, and then they start trying to work on the bloody culture, which takes years and years to do. And then finally they get uh, the culture change, which in which time the strategy is now wrong. So getting strategy, structure, culture changed all at once is my secret to success. And I've done it many times. Body, mind, spirit, done it many times. He said, well, I, I'm funny enough. I'm in the same industry. Uh, I'm, I, but except the only big difference is I buy the businesses that I turn around. And I said, "Wow!" So, what's your three keys to success? And he said, oh, "Well, they're very easy too. Big checkbook, big checkbook, big checkbook." And I looked at him in in shock, and I said, "Well, that doesn't. That's nothing I learnt in my MBA, and that's nothing that I've ever used before. Tell me all about it." So he goes. He proceeds to tell me, he goes, well, I go into a company and I value it and I buy it. I pay something for that company. That's first big checkbook, I buy it. The second big checkbook is I fire half the staff, 50% of the people employed, currently employed, I fire them and I offer the remaining 50%, 50% of the salary, of the person I fire to do the other person's job. And he said, there is not a single person in the history of my turnarounds, and this guy turns out after I left him and got his business card, to be a really, really successful uh, entrepreneur. uh, It's never failed. 50% of the people, will take 50% of another person's salary to do that other person's job. Think about it. You know that you'd do it if somebody walked up to you and said, look, we're going to fire so-and-so, and you go, oh, boo-hoo, that's really sad. But they said, um, but here's the twist. We'll give you 50% of that person's salary if you do what they do their job. Interested? And you'd snap your fingers and go, good on you, fire them. Now, do it. You know you can, and everybody knows they can. But what most most people are doing is say, don't fire everybody, keep them all on, but pay me more. And that's not gonna work for any business, especially in 2023. And I said, well, that's really good. I get big checkbook, you buy the business, big checkbook, you fire half the people and pay half. pay the half that are still there twice uh, 50% of the salary of the person that you fired. What's the third big checkbook for? And he says, in six months, I do it again. So I end up with 25% of the old cost of doing business with exactly the same productivity, never goes down, with some really, really committed, hardworking people And then I sell the business and I said, son of a gun. So what you do is you have a strategy, you have a a structural change and you have a cultural change with a big checkbook. And he goes, as far as I'm concerned, with all due respect, Chris, it's the only way because I haven't got time if I've spent 50 million or 30 million or 20 million on a business to wait 12 months while consultants come in and talk to everybody about measuring their emotional intelligence or their engagement or their productivity levels. He says, I haven't got time. I just simply create the need and people put their hand up and say, give me some help, and I give them help. He said, I'm happy to give people support. If they say, I want double, I want 50% more salary for doing two people's work, I'm happy to bring someone in and help them do it. But I don't apologise for the fact that they've now got pressure to do fift- twice the work they were doing before, or at least 20% more, because let's be real about it, if you if you ask, if someone asks you to do their job while they're gone on holidays, you're quite surprised how little more time it takes to do their job and your own. It's really unfortunate because it ended up tarnishing me a little bit because I would go, to a company and I'd say well hello everyone uh, I'm Chris I've got a consulting company we've been brought in to turn around the business make it world competitive in its manufacturing uh, we've got you all in this room there's 30 of you being hand from the business all the way from the factory floor all the way up to the CEO and the board uh, welcome to this event which we'd held hold out on some uh, bush location we're going to go from strategy all the way through to culture we're going to analyze the business, rebuild it, and put it all back together again in three days. And I said, but, and this is where it got all tarnished and where I, feel, I, feel I felt the greatest level of um, in compassion. I said, but 50% of you in this room will not be here in 12 months time. And I said, because what we're about to do is make a change in the strategy, structure, and the culture. And anybody in this room who puts their foot on the brake and says, I don't wanna, I, I, I wanna resist that change. I wanna do it different. I don't wanna be part of this thing. I don't like the change. It doesn't feel good. It's stressful, this change. That person will not have a job. The momentum of the shift that we're about to make and the intensity of the shift we're about to make will leave people behind. And I will not sabotage the process by having everybody wait for that person to like the change or or get a grip on the change or feel good about the change Speaking of change I'm here watching the the event Buckler to Buckler to um what's it Buckler to Bergs And I'm watching a chain of swimmers. There'd be 30 or 40 swimmers who are coming second or third in the the swim, being led by someone because everyone swims on each other's toes. And the first person has mislined the buoy. So 30 people are swimming at 45 degrees to the next buoy because they're all following like sheep, the first person. They're following their feet, trying to get a free ride And so they've actually now, they've just been uh, uh, stopped by the marshal who's (laughs) redirected them towards the right buoy. And they've just swum probably 40 meters more than they really need to. Isn't that interesting how people, what I was just talking about, about people in a business when there's change, 50% of the people will go, oh yeah, good idea, but I don't like it. And therefore I'm not going to, Uh, engage in it. I'm going to resist. I'm going to take it all personally. I'm going to take it all. I'm going to take your aggression to move the business to a different place. I'm going to take that as being an assault. Because I didn't used to do it. It never was like that. It never used to be like that. It was different before. I liked the company the way it was. I'm losing all my friends in the business. When you hear a person saying that, you know there's a person with their foot on the brake to an organic change that's taking place rapidly within a business when i saw that when i was consulting when i was doing these turnarounds heading up these projects i gave that person about i gave that person a heads up meeting i brought in hr and said you got your foot on the brake take it off or get off and so it would inevitably be that 50% of the people in the room who were given the chance to volunteer for change resisted it That's extraordinary. And so this guy with big checkbook, big checkbook, big checkbook was 100% right. Offer everybody, fire half the people and offer the people who are left a 50%, 50% salary increase to take 50% of the person's salary who they're taking over increase to do their job. If it were me and someone said, Chris, uh, uh, you're currently on this much money, I'll give you 50% of Fred's salary, who's your best friend in the world, to do their job. And that 50% of their salary to do their job was really easy money because their job was 50% bluff anyway. I, I would take it without a blink. My loyalty to my friend or my loyalty to the colleague at work would be second to my loyalty to myself and my family and my wealth and my future, my career. It's a really interesting thing for you to think about today if you run a business. This is Chris, bye for now.